Genesis 4, and I listened to a preacher uh, uh, preach this morning, and I got under conviction about things I hadn't done in 20 years. Amen. It wasn't that a blessing. Amen. I enjoyed that message this morning. Amen. And I just, I bless the Lord for our pastor and this church, and we're thanking God and praising God and praying for each of you. And uh, we love you, church. And I ask you to continue to pray for the gospel rig. Uh, we are around $44,000 on that now, and I bless the Lord for that. That's almost a third of the way there. And we're still trusting the Lord to send that money in so we can put that thing to use. Amen. And our, t- our camper was totaled. And you say, man, that's awful. Y'all are homeless. No, we got a roof over our head, but we are homeless. Amen. But uh, here's the thing. We were praying that God would take care of that for us, and he's doing what we need right now. And I bless the Lord for everything. And, and people look at our people look at our lives lives as Christians. I'm afraid I'm going to knock everything down down here. People look at our lives as Christians sometimes and they see the struggles and they see the heartache and they think, man, how in the world? Well, I thought they were saved. I've heard that before. I thought they were serving God. I mean, I've had a baby in a casket on this, on this, on this uh, communion table before. And Brother Danny, they look at that, but they don't understand what God's doing in the life and they don't understand the molding that's taking place. And if he, he is the man of sorrows and acquainted with grief and if we're going to be used by him, I believe we have to be acquainted with some sorrows and some grief as well. And that's not something I sign up for or you want to sign up for, but it's what God uses in our lives to get us out of us and get Him into us. Amen? Amen. Less of me and more of thee, Lord. Amen. Genesis chapter 4, let's stand for the reading and reverence of God's Word. And uh, I don't have an hour-long sermon. Amen. I enjoyed every... I mean, I wish he would have squeezed some more out of that this morning. But uh, I, I, my mind's a little tired. My body's a little tired going. But this, is, this has been on my heart for about two days. Uh, and I want to deliver this message to you tonight. Uh, Genesis 4, verse number 1. And Adam knew Eve, his wife. She conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And she again bare his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of the sheep of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel he also brought of the firstlings of the flock of his flock and of the fat thereof, and the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But Cain, unto Cain and to his, his offering, he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth? How many of y'all know that God doesn't ask a question that he doesn't know the answer to? He asks questions not so he can find out the answer. He asks questions in the Bible so we can find out the answer. Why art thou wroth, and why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted, and if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. And unto thee shall be uh, his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. And Cain talked with Abel his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and slew him. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? God knew exactly where he was. And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, What hast thou done? 
the voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. Dear Lord, I thank you for all you've done for us today. Lord, I want to thank you for allowing me to be born in America, dear God, where I heard the gospel. Thank you for allowing me to be born in the South where I heard the gospel with unction. I thank you, dear God, for the liberty we have uh, tonight to come and worship you openly and freely, dear God. I thank you, dear God, for this church, our pastor, Miss Nolita. I thank you, dear God, for every family represented in this church. I thank you for what you've been doing around here in days, uh, in these last few days dear God and I pray that you keep working keep moving and keep directing the church where you want it to go I pray dear God that you fill me with the spirit of God tonight uh, use me as I preach give me clarity of thought and mind touch me spiritually mentally and physically I pray dear God that there be anybody lost here tonight I pray that you draw them accords of love and show them their need of a savior I pray dear God Lord that you'd send forth laborers in your harvest and I pray for the peace of Jerusalem tonight in Jesus name amen and amen thank you might be seated Many of y'all know uh, over the past few years we've been going into Indianapolis and having that uh, great gospel meeting up there and we bless the Lord for it. And I, I begin to realize that uh, I, they've heard literally everything I, I've got to preach as far as the gospel goes at least twice, amen. And I'm not ashamed of that, Brother Daniel. We preach gospel messages over and over again. There's some I've been preaching for 12 and 13 years. I'm not ashamed of that. But I do want to go in and give them something fresh this year. So at the beginning of the year I begin to pray that God will give me some fresh gospel messages and maybe even give them to me from some peculiar places that we normally wouldn't find gospel places and or gospel messages and we get bound down by that word gospel. In our day we know that the gospel in this dispensation is the death of Jesus Christ for our sins according to the scriptures, his burial and his resurrection. That is the gospel and if you'll repent and believe that you can be saved. But the word gospel means the good news news. Amen. And let me say this on the outset. The good news is only the good news is if it gets there in time. Amen. That's exactly right. Right there. If it doesn't get there in time, it is not good news. Amen. But Brother Jacob, we, we see that the gospel can be the good news. So the, the gospel was preached unto Abraham. Now he didn't hear the death, the burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. But the gospel unto Abraham was that there's a city whose builder and maker is God. And if you'll turn away from this paganism and this idolatry and follow him and follow his word you can be saved that was the gospel unto Abraham can I get an amen right there hey, the gospel unto Isaac was he was up on that mountain he had seen a sacrifice after sacrifice in his life and God said hey go kill your son that day Isaac needed a lamb or a ram he, everything else was there the condemnation of God was about to come down on him but all of a sudden there was a ram caught in a thicket and the good news for Isaac that day was that that ram's going to die so you don't have to. Amen. And the gospel is laced through the word of God and pictures and types. I've got to get to my message but tonight I want to preach on this thought the gospel according to Abel. We've got the gospel according to Matthew, Mark, Luke and John but this is the gospel according to Abel. The first thing I see in this gospel according to Abel is that there's a picture. In verses 1 through 4, it's starting to give us the genealogy of Adam outside of the garden. And we see that Adam and Eve had begun to bear fruit but bear children 
excuse me, and, 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 and multiply upon the earth. And we see that Cain is that first birth, amen. And we see that Abel is that second birth. So the first thing we see in this gospel according to Abel in this picture is that God always blesses the second birth. God sets forth a principle here in this picture, Brother Laddie, that is carried out through the rest of Scripture, especially in the book of Genesis. Here you have Cain and Abel. Cain's a fleshly man. Abel's a spiritual man. Uh, you keep going on. You'll find out uh, that Abraham has two, son, uh, has two sons, Ishmael and Isaac. Ishmael's a man of, of Egypt. Ishmael's a, a fleshly birth. But Isaac's the spiritual birth, the supernatural birth. Uh, you go on down the road, you got Jacob and Esau. Esau, God hated. Jacob, he loved. Esau's the fleshly man. Sell his birthright. Sell his blessing. Hey, but Jacob is... Uh, with all the messes he had, he still always came back to God. And he was that spiritual man. Even with Manasseh and Ephraim, where Jacob tries to, uh, Joseph tries to correct his daddy what he thought was a mistake. No, God knew exactly what he was doing. God was cursing the first birth and he was blessing the second birth. Amen. I'm going to tell you in our story here, it's no different. God is blessing the second birth. Hey, there's a principle set forth here that carries on until Jesus comes back and that is you must be born again uh, that fleshly birth's not good enough uh, you need a second birth tonight hey Jesus said Matt there was a Pharisee uh, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus a ruler of the Jews the same came to Jesus by night and said unto him Rabbi we know that thou art a teacher come from God for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him Jesus answered and said verily verily I say unto thee except a man be born again he cannot see the kingdom of God. How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time in his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. You say, Preacher, I thought we didn't believe in baptismal regeneration. We don't. That first birth is a water birth. Amen. Can I get an amen right there? Our first fleshly birth, it was of water. That's how we know when to take mama to the hospital or to call the midwife. It's when that water breaks. Oh, but I will tell you, Brother Chris, that second birth, it's not a water birth. It's a born of the Spirit. Amen. And you how you know how I know that? Verse 6, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. Hey, neighbor, you can't depend on the first birth. It's wicked. It's fleshly. It's self-righteous. Oh, what you need tonight is a second birth. Amen. I see this picture, it's a second birth. This, this picture shows that it's always been the blood and it's always gonna be the blood. There's a bluegrass gospel song called You Can't Get Blood from a Turnip. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I, and that's exactly right. Cain was depending on his works and Abel was depending on blood that was shed. He didn't have all the light in the world. They only have one verse at this point. Did y'all know that? That there was going to be coming a seed of the woman, amen, and that seed would bruise his head and he would bruise his heel, but there was a seed of the woman coming and that's the only Bible verse they had. All they knew was what God taught them in the garden to slay those animals, to shed that blood, and guess what? Abel was just walking in the footsteps of faith. Abel was just living by faith and trusting what God had done and what 
God was doing and what God was going to do. He just put his faith in the blood. And tonight, may I remind you what you need to do. You can't get baptized into heaven. It's not in the water. It's not in the wafer. It's not in the wine. It's not in worship. It's not in your wardrobe. It's not in words. Tonight, salvation is through the blood. Amen. That blood that was shed for us. Amen. And he sees that something has to die. So he didn't have to. He knew because of his mother and dad's sin. And because of his sin. He needed to die. He deserved to die. And he was going to die. But every year. I guess it was every year. I I don't want to suppose. Because we don't have the law up at this point. I don't know how often they did these sacrifices. We know that Job did it daily. And Job's the oldest book in the Bible. He got that from somebody. Amen. Amen. Brother Dole, he's shedding this blood. And this animal's dying. So he don't have to. That's the good news, isn't it? For Abel. Is this animal's dying. It's shedding its blood. The sin that you've committed is being placed on this animal. And it's dying in your place. And neighbor... What a beautiful picture of Christ Jesus. He that knew no sin became sin for us, was made sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. Every act of iniquity and wickedness and uh, uh, every evil thought and every evil motive, Brother Laddie, it was all placed upon Christ. He became that sin and he took it to Calvary. And the good news tonight in 2021 is I should be in hell. I should be in hell when my brat broke. I should be on my way to hell. But the good news, Brother Jack, is that Jesus died so I don't have to. Amen. I see the picture in the gospel according to Abel. Number two, in verses four through five, we see the power in this gospel according to Abel. Look at verse four. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect. Do y'all see that word? Unto Abel and to his offering, but unto Cain and to his offering, he had not respect. I see the power of the gospel according to Abel. That he would just put his faith in this animal dying and shedding its blood instead of him dying and having his blood shed. He simply put his faith in that. And because of that, it said God had respect. You know what that word, we know what respect means to us. But in that day, respect meant to look upon. God was willing to look upon the uh, the sacrifice, the offering, Brother Danny, of, of Abel. He was willing to look upon it. And you say, <clears throat> Brother Chris, why is that so important? Because we're not trying to be justified unto men. I, I'm not trying to just myself, justify myself to Brother Laddie or what, what I can do to please Brother Laddie in my salvation. I, am tr- I want my salvation to satisfy God. The question tonight is, does your salvation experience, does, does what you're depending on and you call salvation, does it satisfy God? Because if God doesn't look upon it, it doesn't matter. God was willing to look upon what 
happened in Abel's life, that sacrifice, that shedding of blood, he was willing to look upon it and honor it, Brother Danny, because Abel was doing what God had said. The reason, and now listen, here we go. There's no power in Cain's offering because he was not willing to put his faith in what God had said. Cain was trying to do it out of his own works and out of his own will. Now, you listen, y'all. I I just think of crazy stuff. Y'all have to pray for me. Not only just a couple verses ahead before this, but Logan, it tells us that that God kicks them out of the the garden and there's an angel with a flaming sword. I'm thinking lightsaber. Y'all pray for me, all right? I'm like, my, my imagination's running wild thinking about this, this angel with a flaming sword, Brother Jacob. Now, can y'all imagine how many of y'all got kids or had kids? Just about everybody in here probably. They ask questions all the time. That's all they do. Once they learn to talk, and now it makes me second guess even teaching them how to talk. Dadu, 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 dadu. So I have to imagine that there was a day when Cain and Abel kept bugging their daddy. Daddy, what's that angel? Daddy, what's that sword? Daddy, 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 daddy. Why can't we go over there, daddy? Daddy, daddy. So he gets his boys up in his lap. And he begins to tell them of how God created them. And Brother Jeff about how perfect it was in paradise. And they look up and they said, Daddy, what happened? They said, he said, well, sons, it's your mama's fault. <laughs> it's her. It's her. No. no, he begins to tell them the age-old story about how they, they transgressed against God's law and about how they tried to fix it themselves. Isn't that what they did? It, the next breath, as soon as they ate that, that fruit, the next breath, Brother Danny, they were trying to work it themselves. They were trying to sew it together. They were trying to fix it themselves. Man's been like that ever since. And that day he began, I I don't know how it all went, but there was a time when he began to explain the good news to his sons. That though our works won't work, God's work will. Put your faith in that. And they both went different ways. They both grew up with the visual of that judgment of God standing there looming over them. They stood there knowing it was their sin that's keeping them from perfection. They're standing there knowing that God has given law and and they have transgressed it and because of that they're dying and there's a way that seemeth right unto man and they can try to work their way or there's a way that is right unto God. And if you'll put your faith in that, you can be saved. Isn't it a sad narrative that two boys can grow up in the same home and end up like this? Same preaching, same lessons, same atmosphere. I mean, literally, there's nobody around to really corrupt these boys when they're kids. Literally, nobody. And one of them still ends up a lying murderer, trusting in his own works. I wonder what you're trusting in tonight. Is there power in what you're believing in? See, the Bible tells us 
I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God and the salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. There's power in what I've got, not because of what I've done, but because of what Christ has done. And I simply put my faith in it. But if you're trusted in anything other than the gospel for salvation, God will not have respect on your offering. I see the power of this gospel, the picture. I see the persecution in verses 5 through 8. We know the story uh, of, of Cain killing Abel, and I could go into a lot of that. But the, the flesh hates the gospel. The flesh hates it because it has to come to realization that it can do nothing to save itself. That hurts our pride. That hurts our ego. That's why people all over this world, they'll worship the universe They'll praise the trees. I mean, y'all, I saw the other day, y'all know I study survival a lot. I saw where this guy killed a squirrel and he was thanking the squirrel. I'm like, dude, you'll thank this, this tree rat with a fuzzy tail, but you won't bow your unworthy head and thank the God of heaven? What a shame. What a shame tonight that the gospel's being persecuted, but they're not persecuting us. They're persecuting the God of the gospel. Why did, why did Cain do this? Why did he attack that good news? Well, it's because it wasn't Abel's good news. It was God's good news. And Cain wasn't mad at Abel. Cain was mad at God. And the reason he killed Abel is because he wasn't a big enough boy to put his hands on God. And you know why? And God even likens him to, God calls him a Pharisee in Matthew 23. He goes all the way back to the blood of Abel and blames it on the Pharisees. You know why? Because Cain was the first Pharisee. He had an outward religious show. He wasn't a bum. He was a decent man working with the, by the sweat of his brow. Had, had no doubt putting a roof over his family's head. Amen. Had all this religious show, but on the inside he was wicked. I wonder if you've got that Pharisee religion tonight. You hate the gospel. You hate giving it out. You hate, you hate talking. I, I, I meet people that claim they're saved, and if they're saved, I'm a billy goat. Somebody say amen. They cuss, they fuss, they are mad. And then when, they, when you ask them about being saved, they'll tell you they are, but they get mad at you for asking them if they're saved. Look here. I, I know all of y'all. And if everybody stopped at the back door tonight and asked, Brother Chris, tell me about when you got saved, I would take the time to tell every single one of you because it's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. And I'm not mad about it. I'm not angry about it. If somebody, what well, I have, I've been witness to before. And Brother Laddie, I don't even stop people. If, they ever, if somebody ever comes up to me and starts witnessing to me, I let them just go. I want to see what they got to say. I want to be witness to. You know why? Because that means other people have got the good news and they're telling other people about the good news. It doesn't bother me to tell them again and tell it again. Hey, because I'm saved, it bothers me that there's people out there that claim they're saved and it bothers them to tell anybody about it. Cain had it all right on the outside, but he was persecuting the gospel in his life. I see the picture, the power, the persecution. 
Number, number four, I see the preaching of the gospel. Verse number 10. And he said, what hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. Brother Danny, the gospel has to be preached. Amen. Do y'all know God could have saved the whole world without using us? But he chose for us to preach and proclaim the gospel. And the ladies, don't get nervous. I know y'all can't preach. Amen. Ain't no such creature as a woman preacher. Amen. 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 You hear, if you don't get mad at me, read 1 Timothy 3 and Titus. It'll take care of all of that. Amen. But anyway, back to the regularly scheduled message. Amen. You can proclaim the gospel, though. You can propagate the gospel. Amen. I'm telling y'all right now, my little kids, I mean, Emmeline's a girl, so she can't preach. And Ezra, I mean, he's, he's four now. Amen. He, he's not preaching yet. He wants to. Amen. Sometimes he'll grab his Bible and say, I'm going to preach today, Dadu. Amen. I can't wait for that day. I'm liable to break something if he ever preaches. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. On purpose and then pay for it later. Amen. Just break it. But I'll tell you, yesterday when we were leaving the hospital, I, I wear pants.